Welcome to the Sober Podcast brought to you by the Sober Network. This is Carrie D and I'm here with Al Del Sasso um, to talk more about his experience with sober coaching. Uh, How are you doing today, Al? I'm doing very well, Carrie. How are you? I am well, thank you. I'm excited to be here with you today. Yes. Across Uh, the miles. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Many miles, right? (laughs) Zoom makes everything possible. So yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, Well, uh, I got into learning about sober coaching um, in 2012. So that puts it probably about nine years ago. Um, I felt I had, I was in a field that I didn't feel, uh, you know, I was utilizing my, my talents or my life experience to its fullest. And to me, that would make my world more rewarding. And so I felt that I had talents and experience that weren't really tapped into. And it kind of came to me in a, uh, almost like a light bulb or a lightning bolt, whatever you want to, however you want to refer to it as, but just a, the idea popped into my head. You know, I guess I was thinking about it enough and trying to be open to some information coming back into me. And, uh, it, you know, it, it turned out that, uh, through my years in, in recovery and my years, uh, of experience in life, various uh, challenges and adversities and accomplishments that I had something to offer. And uh, the idea of coaching came up Mm -hmm. and that's how I sought out uh, coaching. Sober coaching. It always warms my heart to hear people being willing to help others. And they, it's like they get a calling for it. Um, Yeah. It's that's what it sounds like to me. So how long, oh, we already answered that one. What obstacles have you had to overcome to be successful in this industry? Well, I I think it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's a people type of, uh, you know, practice. So connecting with people, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, being able to market oneself in the field. I, started, you know, I was doing it part-time. As I say, I had another, another job, another profession that I was involved in. And, but, uh, you know, I had a, quite a bit of free time. Uh, it didn't take up a hundred percent of my time. So that's why I started to, you know, delve into coaching, uh, took the curriculum, uh, started, you know, uh, talking to people about it. And, um, it kind of by word of mouth kind of got around that, uh, you know, I was able to help people and, uh, also through some referrals, um, I was able to, uh, have some clients to work with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the big, you know, what I see and I see it today, I mean, I'm not doing it full time. I am, my other profession had somewhat blossomed. I was kind of dragged into, uh, a higher level of management in the field I was in. So my time is a bit more limited, but uh, always enjoy working with people 
you know, even if it's just one person at a time, uh, you know, instead of multiple clients and look forward to a future of possibly evolving my career back into coaching, coaching and doing that full time, which is what I really enjoy. Absolutely. It's, is it a rewarding position for you? Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, I never saw myself as a, uh, any kind of a teacher or mentor, you know, and all of a sudden I realized that people were looking to, at me with that thought in mind. And that is, you know, very flattering mm-hmm. to know that you have something that you might be able to share with others that they could appreciate and receive benefit from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea of working with someone and seeing, you know, at the beginning, at the onset of, of us working together, um, the challenges that, that we all have, I mean, I have them, you may have them, but I know a lot of other people are out there that seek, uh, support through coaching through coaches and, um, to see that, you know, you could, you could make an impact on somebody's life in, in such a positive way just by adding some clarity to issues that they're being confronted with. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of people get into recovery and um, on their journey, they realize they can help others and there's ways to help them. And it's Mm -hmm. always, it's always beautiful for me to see that light in somebody when they realize, wait, I might be able to help somebody else, you know? Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite things to see a lot of people do that. And especially more, more these days, it's just been growing and growing. Well, it's, it's also, you know, appreciating the idea that whatever I give, I don't lose. Mm-hmm. There's no loss connected to giving. Yes. So, you know, I think historically my, traditional values that I was raised with um, didn't really reinforce that at all. So these are things that I learned in recovery, things that I learned even more so doing coaching to realize that, that uh, besides, you know, giving something away that I have, it almost makes it stronger inside of me, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it more solid. So, you know, that, that's, that's a a side benefit as I've mentioned to other people that, you know, to me, coaching is a two way benefit. Mm -hmm. You know, you asked me about what, what kind of benefits do I feel or rewards that I get out of coaching? Uh, You know, it's just, I could be sitting working with someone and talking with them and thoughts are going on in my head that, you know, wow, I, I, I could, appreciate that. I could utilize that myself. Yeah, definitely. You're talking earlier, you know, Um, about, about, you know, um, you know, sharing things, getting things back from others. Definitely. Now, what has been your greatest achievement as a coach? Um, are you referring to possibly a specific client or a type of client or story to tell to share with us or a a moment in time of coaching where you've had just a an immense 
um, situation where you experienced like, wow, that was absolutely amazing? Yeah, well, with me, I think it was it was more over a period of time working with one individual that I was working with for a while. And, uh, you know, seeing, looking back on where they were at or their challenges when we first met. And I guess their, uh, their comfortability with, with working with me allowed them to grow, allowed me to grow and, you know, saw them from being challenged by just life in general to, uh, you know, and having challenges with, with college and, um, relationships and eventually, you know, seeing them graduate college and get married kind of, you know, I mean, it was just, you know, amazing. And it was, you know, I don't want to take any credit for anything, but it was just astonishing to see how someone can move along if they have some support and have the desire to change and to make the changes that were necessary for them to grow. Absolutely. That's such a heartwarming story. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Um, now, what is, is there one thing your coaching skills have done for someone that you never expected as an outcome? Hmm. No, well, I, I guess it was, you know, the outcomes only come, well, the progress only comes if the individual wants them. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I don't know if it would be not really disappointments, but it's, uh, you know, the person has to have a buy-in to the relationship and to the concept of what you're trying to do to help them and support them but they have to meet you at a certain point. You know, eventually they, they are the ones doing the work. You know, I feel like I'm somewhat of a facilitator in throwing some tools on the table and seeing which ones they're going to grab and which ones are going to leave behind. And uh, a lot of times the, the, of course, the easier tools to work with will be picked up readily and, and utilized more so than the, the heavier tools. And uh, it's kind of like, you know, they really have to do the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. you know, and I explained to them from the very beginning, from our first session that, you know, this is, this is a somewhat of a partnership. I'm here to support you and assist you and be your biggest cheerleader, but I'm going to be on the sidelines. I'm not going to be out there working with you. Mm-hmm. working alongside you with regard to the things that you have to do. But if you run into those barriers that we've identified and you talk to me about them, we work through them. That's what I'm there for. That's where my support and my coaching comes in. And, but you're the person that's going to have to do the heavy lifting. Yes. You know, I'm not there to enable anybody, in other words. (laughs) Pat them on the head and say, it's okay, it's okay. I know, right? You know, 
I we could sit here for a half hour, 45 minutes. And if you don't want to do anything, we don't have to do anything. But, you know, I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what makes you or compared to other programs, how has the Sober Coaches program been different for you? Well, I'm really not familiar with any other coaching programs, if that's what you're referring to. Okay. I mean, I know a lot of them seem to have a lot of fluff that I looked into prior to, uh, you know, participating in, in the uh, program that Sober, the Sober Network uh, supports. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I found that to be just more meat and potatoes, so to speak than other courses that seem to be, uh, you know, just a lot of fluff in a way. Yeah. Did you find it yeah. to be, um, how, how was it for you when you were taking the, the courses? Uh, no, it was, it was, it was challenging. Like I say, it was, uh, you know, I could identify with some of the uh, curriculum because of my experience in recovery. But there again, there are techniques and, and practices that, that need to be implemented in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I didn't do it because I wanted to, you know, I had too much time on my hands. I did it because I had an end game. Yes. I wanted to be successful at what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and I, I got the support you know, and I, I got the mentoring, uh, from Dr. Jonas and, uh, you know, he was very supportive about, you know, putting it into practice. Yes. I've, every single person that I've talked to so far has mentioned how they absolutely love the personal support and the aspect of having someone live to help them through mm-hmm. the um, and then it's all also all online and take as you go did you find it hard to stay motivated when you were taking them no i i mean it was it was you know i was doing it in my spare time more or less it wasn't that i had you know all this free time mm-hmm. you know as, with the absence of a job i had a job so i had to fit it in so you know i did it at my own pace but uh you know i, I just wanted to keep going with it. You know, I didn't want to start it and not finish it. And, uh, you know, wanted hopefully to be successful with it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. And it's awesome that I've seen a lot of other programs out there that you can, you have to do it all within a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love how ours are take as you go, um, and not at your own time and at your own pace. Right. Right. Now, how has your life changed since you started being a coach? <laughs> um, well, it gives you it gives you a different perspective. It gave me a different perspective because uh, it gave me an opportunity to look inward towards myself. And with regard to, as I mentioned earlier, um, you know, we all face challenges and adversities and barriers, whether we put them up ourselves or whether life comes along and rolls one in front of us. 
um, you know, the, the practices that I, I learned through the coach train coaching training are things that I could implement in my own life, uh, such as, you know, just the idea of establishing or, or, uh, establishing goals, uh, making them, you know, accountable and, and measurable and, and timely things like that. Um, you know, and also identifying the barriers that prevent me from achieving those goals. And uh, a lot of times I could see that the, you know, largest barriers that I'm confronted with are ones that I build myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are things that I also try when I work with a client to have them identify or have us mutually identify that these are these are issues that we have to look at and you know make a plan and strategize how we're going to make them disappear mm-hmm. have you been able to apply any of the coaching techniques uh within your personal life um or outside of coaching well yeah as i mentioned i you know i have a fairly responsible position with a very large company i work for and uh, come into contact with people every day. I'm, I'm responsible to support their uh, health and safety programs to keep them safe in the workplace. And uh, some of the some of the tools that I've I've been able to garner by the coach training and or by practicing coaching with clients, I could implement that in my daily work life at times may not be every day but uh you know it gives me a better more grounded perspective to look at issues and problems and um you know training is a very big part of my workload uh managing training and implementing training and executing and uh making sure that people are participating in training so that's where i could see a lot of people that that, uh, you know, want to present barriers that don't really exist. So I kind of lighten that whole concept of, you know, yes, we can do this. This is attainable and it's achievable. It's just, we have to have a Mm buy-in. We have to participate. Just like a, a client has to participate in a coaching practice it's not just the coach doing everything. Yes. That's awesome that you've taken the the principles and the curriculum curriculum that you've learned and you're able to apply it and not just in within your coaching business, but also in every single area of your life. Mm-hmm. That's that's the beauty of it to me. Like that's I amend I like applaud you on that. And that's amazing to me. And it makes me so happy to hear that. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Now, would you recommend our sober coaches training to others that want to get into the industry? And is there anything that you would recommend to others in this industry in in this industry to have successful careers? Uh, yeah, no, I would definitely recommend the curriculum. A hundred percent. I would be very supportive of that. Um, you know, there's. I think each individual has has a different goal in mind, possibly getting into coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be that they 
want to use it just for their own benefit to share with others. And then there's, I guess, some that want to uh, connect or attach a, a professional uh, level to it where it can generate an income for them and, uh, and or, you know, either part-time or full-time or whatever they desire. But, uh, you know, the curriculum, I think, gives them a great foundation for going down e either of those paths. And, uh, you know, th think that with the, with the support of the Sober Network, I think they can, they can be successful if they want to be successful. Mm -hmm. So I think the support is there, and that's why I'm very much a proponent of of what's been done with the uh, curriculum over the years. Mm -hmm. Now, Al, that's a great insight that I've seen a lot of people that just want to make it a profession and do it full time. But that's a great insight that you've seen other people get involved for um, just being able to help others and doing it as a is a part-time thing and not making it a, a full aspect of their life. It's whoever wants to get involved when they want it and on their own time as well, much mm -hmm. like this is. Yeah. I mean, people that, you know, there are a lot of people out there that are just mentors or coaches, whatever handle you want to put on them or they care to call themselves uh, that don't, you know, do it professionally. They don't, you know, expect to get paid for their services mm -hmm. or for the, the energy that they put into it. So I think it can go either way. Like I say, I think it could be beneficial for people that, you know, in a community setting uh, where they work with other people or many people or young people, you know, inexperienced people that need some nurturing and some mentoring, some help. I think they could take the tools from the coaching curriculum and apply them to different different uh fields out there oh definitely i know from when i took them that <coughs> curriculum i i can see it being applied to not only many people's lives but everyone can use the curriculum in their life and it be a benefit in some way or form to them right um it's a it's a benefit to the whole world if it's something that you're interested in mm -hmm. if you want to if you take the time to look into it yeah. Um, well, one more question. Is there a way to get in touch with you if somebody wanted to use you for their coaching services? Uh, yes. Um, I don't know if you want my, my, uh, email address. Would that be appropriate? Yes. Whatever you're comfortable okay. giving out. You're just yeah, that's... say your name and your contact. Okay. It's my name is Al Del Sasso. My email address is ADSRecov, R-E-C-O-V, coach, C-O-A-C-H, at Comcast.net. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Sober Podcast today. Um, we, have another, we have a whole network of companies under the Sober Network. Other than SoberCoaches.info, please visit Sober.com for all your addiction recovery needs. And thank you so much for your time, Al. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the, uh, the invitation. Oh, you're very welcome. We're glad to have you. <laughs>